This is the Sixers Group Therapy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. On today's episode, we decided to keep the Ben talk to a minimum. We took a bunch of mailbag questions ranging from anything from the Sixers to food to the Philadelphia Eagles. So thank you to everyone who sent in questions. It was a fun episode and it was nice not having to talk about he who shall not be named. Although we had to a little bit because of some recent news stories. But if you have any future questions, our mailbag is always open. Therapy at gmail.com. So with that being said, here is first name Dane. Welcome to a special edition of Sixers Group Therapy. Well, we will mostly talk about anything other than Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers. Training camp is in like two weeks. I think it's the 27th. And so before we get into basically the nonstop Sixers phase of the year, we thought we'd do a little mailbag episode about literally anything. We have questions ranging from food to the Eagles, uh, anything you want. So uh, literally an attempt to purge the bad vibes around the Sixers right now. This is the episode we're going to do before training camp kicks off in what, 12 days. So, uh, but anyway, Ben is still on the Sixers. So that means no June, but I do have the rest of the gang starting with the next star of home and garden television. That is Dave the <laughs> What's going on, guys? Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Let's give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, we got a bunch of questions. So uh, last but not least, we have the offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. It's J.B. Muggins. <laughs> oh, they look good out there. I could talk about them more than the Sixers. Maybe we, we will, start, J.B. We Maybe can we start will. out with that. <laughs> but uh, before we begin, I just want to give a shout out to a Reddit user, Pagan Fears. Anyway, there was a Reddit topic, uh, a Reddit topic that uh, someone asked for the best Sixers podcast. And a little <laughs> down the line, there was this post that said, uh, quote, my personal favorites are Sixers Beat, Sixers Sense, Liberty Ballers. There are also some more fan opinion oriented ones that I enjoy, like Garbage into Gold and Sixers Group Therapy. Parentheses, mm. it do be like therapy after horrible losses. <laughs> LOL. So shout out to him. That was pretty neat. Uh, not that I know. I don't believe it's anyone we know. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, guys. I wonder, wonder who it is. A real, yeah, that's a real, hey, that's a real listener from the wild out there. They, they, they hey, exist. If you are listening, give us a shout out. We're just like, you know, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Let us know who you are. Thank you for listening. Uh, before we begin the mailbag. There was some Ben news. I'm going to give you guys the option. Would you like to address it? I think we have to. So very, very briefly, very briefly. uh, I think, I believe it was Tom Moore um, of the Philadelphia media. He said that basically the Sixers are fully expecting Ben to report. Eventually they had no interest in trading him for 20 cents (laughs) on the dollar and are prepared for him to show up. 
Uh, notice that it's this is the Sixer side, so it doesn't say anything about the about Ben's side. But instant reactions, Dave. I'll start with you. Yeah, I'll go first. I mean, we've been hearing Ben's side all summer, so it's nice to hear the Sixer side. It's nice to hear Daryl not folding and and giving and catering to to his requests. Um, he is of absolutely no. He is in no way, shape, or form in, in any any footing to make demands like he's making. He has not proved himself. He has not lived up to the caliber of player that we all believed he could be, that him and Clutch Sports have let on that he could be. And he, who does he think he is saying he wants out? He has not proved anything. He – he. We, we, okay. So we've talked in our group chat this week and, and all summer, really like possible Ben destinations. And we've said, you know, we can, we can hash this out if we want, but, uh, there have been some talks about forget getting the best package, send him to a lousy situation. Cause that's what he deserves. <laughs> the worst situation for Ben is to stay in Philly because then <laughs> he has to face the music and live up to all his shenanigans and clutch leaks all summer and all the bullshit and embarrassment that he put us through and good. Fuck him. He made his bed. He can sleep in it. Come back. Own up to your shit. Man up. Get back out on the court. Be a professional. Earn your paycheck. Play out your contract. And let's build some value back up. Come on. I, we said it on the last pod. I think Joel like pleaded to him when, when Joel did those tweets a few weeks ago talking about I got booed once and what did I do? I came back and played hard and won the respect back of the fans. Ben needs to do the same. If he wants to salvage, you know, if he, if he has any pride for himself and his reputation and his legacy as a player, he needs to come back and play hard and right his wrongs and maybe rebuild his value in, in the meantime. But good for Daryl for not giving in to Rich Paul and Clutch Sports. Um, let's, he's, you know, he's under contract. He's got to stay here. He's got to play. He's got to play. He's in, he is not good enough to be making the kind of demands that he's making. So um, he deserves to be in a bad situation and it, that is staying here because <laughs> he's the music. He's got to sleep in it. Yeah. Yeah. If we take a step back and think of the realistic scenarios, this might be, <clears throat> if he reports without any problems, it might be one of the better scenarios. JB, I know this, this we all knew this was a possibility. Maybe uh, you, maybe for you, you, you thought he'd be traded before training camp. And so I know this report has to pain you. What are you thinking? I'm just – yeah, I was so confident that he would not strap up, wear a jersey or even a practice jersey. So, I – part of me, and maybe this is just me hoping, is like, all right, Rich Paul's leaking this shit that Ben's not coming to force a trade. This is Daryl leaking this to build up some leverage. Um, no, we're not just desperate to trade him. He's come to camp or we expect him to probably more realistically is we have no deal out there, which is sad. And um, I don't know. hope we didn't drop any ball by asking for too much or waiting too long or something, but it's going to be really awkward. I still refuse to believe he will play one game for this team because our fans, there's no shot. They give him a chance. It's definitely going to be awkward. It's going to yeah. be painfully oh, yeah. awkward for everybody involved here. Ben, the team, the fans, probably Doc and the coaching staff, Daryl, Clutch. It is just a big pot of uncomfortable soup. And uh, I don't know how it's going to play out, but I think you're, you nailed it, JB. I think, uh, <clears throat> I think it's Daryl, you know, kind of coming back at Clutch and, uh, you know, 
maybe he, I don't know. There's, <laughs> I can't believe there's, there's never a dull moment with this, with this stupid team. There really isn't. There really isn't. There, this is unlike any situation I've seen in the NBA. Like, you know, like J- James Harden last year, like he, he played for the Rockets. I mean, it wasn't pretty. So I could definitely see something like that playing out. But I've never seen a player like this hold. I don't even know if I've seen a player in the NBA hold out. It doesn't happen for a reason, especially when you have four years left in your deal, you know. So that is as much as I'm willing to talk about Ben Simmons today. You guys have any last thoughts before we move on? Because I don't even want to talk about it. Nope. We'll make our we got training camp in 12 days. It's very soon. We'll talk about it then. If you guys are fine, I'm I'm moving on. Off season time. All right, let's do it. Uh, we got to, you know, bask in the glory of their <coughs> last remaining days of the off season. So let's get to the mailbag. Uh, excuse me, the mailbag. Um, let's keep it with the Sixers a little bit, uh, a little lighthearted. This is from NBA KB on Twitter. The question <laughs> is, how about? So she's asking, how about we keep talking about the Sixers because we were gonna, we weren't going to. And instead, we're going to rank them on their overall cuteness, which includes their personality and looks. Cuteness. <laughs> my first, my first thought. Number one has to be Matisse Thybulle. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, Maxi, easy. Ah, <laughs> uh, be sure Joel is not number two. Embiid's got to be up there. Cuteness. That's that's the that's the clear top three, right? <laughs> Matisse, Joel, and Maxi in any particular order. Matisse I think first. So. I can't uh, to round up the top five. Maybe you might even throw in some Furcon. Uh, if we're going, yeah, yes, I'm going. I'm going Matisse, Maxi, Furcon, Paul Reed, <laughs> uh, B-ball Paul. Yeah, of course. Isaiah Joe. Huh? And then I can put Embiid in there. I mean, Embiid's the best person and player and everything on our team. But come on, cuteness. Yeah, Mac- he's adorable. His French <laughs> accent. Guys- Personality. He's a you know Twitter yeah, personality. Twitter troll, troll, troll Embiid. That's what they call yeah. him. I might put Embiid first, honestly. The charisma, the charisma with the French accent. He's just he's he's great. He's always been when he did the whole Rihanna thing. It all started with Rihanna and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> they love my accent. He's perfect. He's, he's adorable. <laughs> he's cute to me. He's the cutest one to me. And you know what? He hasn't been on present on Twitter like the last two three years. So maybe we kind of forgot, but. He's mature now. He's got a guy. he's got a girlfriend. He's a dad now. He's he's matured right. a little bit, but Joel is uh you know he's he was the original the original cute cutie pie. <laughs> 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 he, he was well, the he was, he was number one in our hearts. Let's put it that he was number one in our hearts first. I'm I'm staying true, staying true to the uh, roots here. I like Joe. that. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna agree with Dave. I'm gonna put Joe on. I think I think Matisse is definitely a top two. Mm-hmm. You know, from his vlogging videos to him smiling and the Sixers social media where he's just running in the background, giving peace signs. And he just seems like a very precious dude, very handsome mm-hmm. as well. Um, I do agree that Max, he's up there just because he's just like they're, they're like precious. They're, they're the young guns, you know, they're there are young pups. So Max, he's probably up there for my case for Furcon is do you remember when he hit that game winner versus Portland? <laughs> and a story came out about it and i guess he was talking they were in the club and it was like josh richardson and mike scott and i think like furcon like they asked him and he sincerely said this is the best day of my life <laughs> and like the the article like made a point 
to mention that like Josh Richardson was like taken aback by like how like serious and sincere he was. So like Furkan, gotta give it to him. Uh, developed himself to a, an, a fine player. Uh, he oh, demanded a trade like three years ago, and now he's a important piece for us. So I, I think Furkan's in the top four for me. And then number five, probably Paul Reed, just from his like you know innocence on Twitter and. When he was in, what was it, Avalon, and people were saying he has to hook up with a MILF somewhere. And, he said what? And, <laughs> so that, I think that's my top five. I'm going to go Embiid, yeah. Matisse, Maxi, Furkan, and then uh, Paul Reed. Yeah, I think we're all in, a, in a, whatever order, I think we're all in agreement of the, of the five people in the top five. <laughs> all right, next question. This is from Blair Ringgold. Are we sure Maury is a good GM? I feel like he gets graded against the curve for being a good Twitter follow. Hmm. Hey, you seem like you have some thoughts on this. I do Go have ahead. thoughts. I, I took notes on this actually. So <laughs> Daryl Morey positives since he's been here. Um, draft night. I mean, really, that's like the main positive since Daryl has been here. I mean, forget the, that he's, you know, he's got a great past. I mean, but we're talking about the present. I mean, his, his Houston tenure never ended up in a championship, but the James Harden trade is legendary. Sam Hinkie's father. Uh, but since he's been here, the 2019 draft was flawless. He traded Josh Richardson for Seth Curry. Great trade. Traded Al Horford for Danny Green. Great trade. He drafted Tyrese Maxey. Steal of the draft, in our opinion. Isaiah Joe and B-Ball Paul. Steal of the second round. Um, he had a he hit a grand slam as you know, his first big night of, of his tenure since then he missed on Harden with that came, you know, JJ Reddick said it on his podcast a month ago. He hardened to Philly was done. Ben was out of here. That was probably the first domino to fall in the Maury clutch war. Um, so he missed on Harden, um, missed on Lowry at the deadline and missed on the deadline as a whole. Um, the George Hill trade, which I was optimistic about, kind of ended as a flop. George Hill did not end up becoming a contributor, and he didn't even flip the expiring contract. They cut him, which I still don't understand that. Um, and he let the trade exception expire, uh, which that was always another big bargaining chip that we always thought he would do something with. And here we are in this, still in this, in this clutch Ben, um, this clutch war with with Ben, the Ben situation. Um, has he waited too long? Did he sit on his hands too long? I, I don't know. I mean, right now it seems like there are more negatives than positives in his, in his tenure so far. Um, just for the sole fact that he's a hinky guy, I'll always give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, and I will give him more time. It's only been a year, not even a year. He's been here for about 10 months. Uh, so the jury is far from out. I believe he will, uh, this patience will be rewarded and he will end up making the right move. But so far, it's not looking good when you weigh out the pros and cons for Maury. What do you guys think about that? Did I miss anything? Anything you want to add? I think that was perfect. I think you hit all the spots. Um, I, I, I think that last point you made is very important. I think it's only been a year. And with all the draft day moves he made last year, that really set us up. Like we, before the season, all thought we were like a three, four seed. Mm-hmm. And they ended up exceeding our expectations <clears throat> in the regular season. So that obviously changed things a lot. The trade deadline this year, definitely a blunder. George Hill and the trade exception expiring. 
you know, they said maybe there just wasn't worth anyone, you know, acquiring. And we probably would have had to give something up with that, whether it was like a pick for, you know, uh, Daniel House or whoever. So, um, at, and then this this current situation of Clutch and Ben Simmons is a, it's an unprecedented situation. So I can't judge them until the end of it. And I think it'd be a tough job for any GM in this place. So if there's one person I trust in the NBA, it's probably Daryl Morey. JB, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm still – I part of me thinks that he's botched Ben Simmons twice. Like, unless the Rockets guy, Tortilla or whatever his name is, really just refused to do a deal with us, then maybe he held out with, like, I don't know, should have sweetened up the deal for Harden and now shot for the moon on this Ben trade round two and – Hasn't gotten anywhere. Um, as Dave said, he's a hinky guy, so I'm extremely biased with his answer, and I would probably never, ever, ever say he was a bad GM. But he's he's focusing too much on NFTs. Go trade Ben. Mm, another positive. Actually, put that on the positive. Oh, big, big crypto guy. <laughs> Huge crypto. Bigger crypto guy than me, Daryl. So that's put that on the positive side for, for my list. <laughs> I think so. I, 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 I just think there's a lot to be seen and we will definitely revisit this question because something's going to happen and we'll see what the consequences are. Next question from boy. I do shout out three current and one former NBA player. You'd want with you in a zombie apocalypse, <clears throat> three current and one former. I got to think about this one because what do you want? Like, what skills are you looking for when you're trying to survive a zombie apocalypse? Right? Like, I can. I know my former. Yeah, I Dave, I definitely know the same one as you. Yeah, guess. Shaq. Uh, <laughs> Shaq Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I want Shaq. I don't know. I don't care about. I don't care about the the current ones. I just give me Shaq. I feel safe with Shaq. He's giant man. He's assertive. He, uh, company. Oh. He was a police Funny officer. Guy. Yeah, he's funny. He was a police officer. Uh, give me Shaq. He might not be able to skedaddle. Uh, yeah, oh, well, he'll, he'll, put me, he'll put me on his shoulders and <laughs> get me out of there. His pace, <laughs> I'm fresh off of watching the Mouse at the Palace documentary. So I probably- oh. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> you and Jax well, just be slicing heads. Left. Yeah, Jax. Uh-huh. And I Absolutely. also watch Walking Dead still. So I got a lot of zombie content and Mouse at the Palace content. Wow, I need to watch Mouse at the Palace. Did you see that, Nuge? The documentary? I did. That was a very good documentary. Fuck, I have to watch it. I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. All right, I'm going like, to watch that this week. Even like the behind the scenes, like the some, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure some people saw it, but like the, some of the clips that like I'd never seen before are very interesting. And it's it's funny to take a, a walk down memory lane because that, that shit was crazy when it happened. Like I remember that insane. night. Joey, we were yeah. at your house. We were down in your basement. Yeah, on a weird at my old little tube TV. I yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. You had people over. That was crazy. I remember that night right to this day. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think I go run our test. Mm. Metal World Peace. Yeah. I think I think he he's crazy enough to, <clears throat> to help me get, and he seems loyal. Okay, help me get me out of there. Get me out of there yeah. alive. As for the current, I might pick a. I want to say Jay Crowder. Some like a little Ooh. little dog in him, you know. That's good. 
I'm ben take, Simmons as a sacrifice. I'll draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Stephen Adam. Ooh, Ooh, that's a great wow, one. Wow, that's a good one. New Zealand, right? Uh, <sighs> who's yeah. crazy? Give me Pat Beverly. Ooh. Or like PJ Tucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you need, like, need Forcer. Junkyard dogs. You need some junkyard dogs when you're going up against the zombies. I'm just building an army, not even like people I'd want to chill with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. Like, what if you're, what if you're, you get to a safe house, you're fine. And you've got to, you know, you need some good company. Shaq's a good uh-huh. one for that. Great guy. Yeah. Funny. Um, uh, I'm, I keep thinking my mind goes right to like tough guys. So yeah. like Steven Abs is great. Jay Crowder's great. Jimmy Butler. I'm going to say wow. Jimmy Butler. Wow. Okay. JB, he seems like a, uh, no, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 you're good. He seems Butler's cool, face. big wine guy. You know, uh-huh. like so he feel like I feel like he has a lot of like, uh, like interesting conversations in him. So give me, and he's and he's a little crazy. So give me Jimmy Butler. All right, JB, Reggie Evans. I was gonna say <laughs> Reggie Evans. That's so good. He's Six former. He's former. He you going all former? You can just go all former. Okay. Go all former. That's fine. I yeah. got Steven Jackson, Reggie Evans, Steven Adams. And I had another one, but I can't think now. <laughs> Paul Reed. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Dave, right. what, what rounds up your top four? I got Shaq, Patrick Beverly, Draymond Green, and Kevin Garnett. I like it. Kevin Garnett, the big ticket. Mm. Also, see, I think I think we looked for very similar qualities yeah. in the players, you know, a little bit of fight in them. Absolutely. Uh, Who's the Latin we drafted, like the Sechnics? That's yeah, that's you my, can pick him. Yeah, that's just... my tribute to the Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Someone with a lot of a lot of meat on them, so they, they can, you know, they're distracted for a while. Long ass limbs. <laughs> All right. This is from at Jake AC's. When Kemba Walker is unanimously voted league MVP after next season, what will be the false narrative used to discredit him? Mm. <laughs> I don't even know what team he's on right now. <laughs> Think about it. Who's this a fan? Who's a fan of this team? It's Jake Steckler. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jay Steez. We know this. Big Even shout out. Nick, Nick, Big Knicks. shout out. He, I'm just trying to remember. Did he get traded there? Cut. They trade Boston traded him to OKC for Al Horford, and he got uh he got bought out. And the New York Knicks got him for like one year, eight million. He's home. He's back home. So well, Jay's question is: When he wins MVP, what's when, uh, <laughs> how are we going to disparage it? Yes, yeah, they're giving. A, they just been dying to give an award to a New York Knicks because they've yeah. been irrelevant. They that or the most good. the most clear most clear uh, good stats bad te- bad team guy of all time maybe <laughs> Kemba on the Knicks <laughs> good stats bad team how do we think the Knicks are going to be next year good stats bad team for Kemba yeah bad team playoffs stats, or like yeah. you think you're thinking maybe six to eight seed or what they made the playoffs this year right they were the fourth they oh yeah they played the Hawks in the first round um I'm going under they do worse than they did this year yeah I agree I'm thinking like fight for the eighth seed. Maybe Particip- playing Tourney. Kemba participation trophy, something like that. <laughs> well, the, the false narrative used to discredit him will be a will be a, a true one. It's that Nerlens Noel will be the MVP of the Aha. New York Knicks. That's Very possibly. Is he still on the Knicks? Is he staying there? 
He's, I think he signed a multi-year contract. I think he did. I, I don't remember what the value was, but he did sign hope, a multi-year contract. I hope, he wins the, I hope he wins the clutch lawsuit. I really do. That's going to be interesting. I hope to hear from that. Maybe the they can, uh, maybe the Sixers can join and have like a, what do they call it? Like a class, class action. Class action. The old <laughs> class action. Yeah. All for that. It sounds nice. All right. Switching gears to football from Drew Patadora. What is, this is supposed to be before the season started, before our little, nice little victory in week one, but what is your Eagles outlook? JB, I'm going to start with you. Uh, Dave's, Dave's got the footage. I, my prediction before the first game was 11 and six. Mm. I stand by it. Mm. I actually might increase it. <laughs> Dave after, got uh, yeah, I mean, my, my pregame one prediction was, uh, is, is going to be unfavorable. The inverse, right? Yeah. I went, uh, I went five and twelve, Ooh. based on uh, based on nothing really, just trying to be <laughs> bitterness of all those all those years. People saying the Sixers suck, root for a real team. This is a football town, so fuck you guys. See, I, I have more of that bitterness towards Flyers fans, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was always the Flyers fans to me that said root for a real team. Did did Week One change your outlook? Um, I didn't even, I gotta be honest. I didn't even, I didn't see a snap. <laughs> you, you did say that. You did say yeah. that you had some home improvement projects, yeah. right? Or was it, what, uh-huh. is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. I was painting my goddamn house. Um, <laughs> I didn't see a single snap and I was hungry. I didn't need anything all day. It was, uh, I was pretty upset, but you know what, if that's what it takes for, for happiness for my fellow people, then so be it. If the, if, if the coach is for real and QB one is for real and we're winning games, I won't watch. Whatever it takes. I'll give them their happiness. Yeah, yeah that's whatever it takes. I can't. I can't uh-huh. not watch. So, uh, my I have it in my wrist. There's somewhere in the in my group chats. I said before the season, they're going to start out one and four, and finish thirteen and four. Wow, that was my prediction. Wow, <laughs> that was definitely tongue in cheek. Uh, <clears throat> I I before the season, I said ten and seven. And I feel like I might increase that a little bit, but I was, I'm a Jalen Hurts guy. He was very early on in the podcast, JB. We talked about your, your blind faith people. There aren't many people who I'm like willing to go crazy ignorant for. And Jalen Hurts is one of them. The other one, probably Joel Embiid. And I love Jalen Hurts. I'm all in. I'm going to put some money on his MVP odds. I got to look that up. I don't know what it is, but. I'm going to go all in on Jalen Hurts, and I think we're going to win the division. And I tweeted today that we're going to be the three seed. We're going to be the three seed. I'm looking at our schedule. I think we lose to maybe the Buccaneers, Cowboys once, the Chiefs. That's only that's only four losses right there, so maybe we are 13-4. and four. Who knows? Go Birds. I'm willing to go completely ignorant for them. I love, I love this team. Devontae Smith is dope. Jalen Hurts is dope. <laughs> Yeah, Nick Sirianni has gotten me to buy in. Uh, they're they're all they're all talking about how great the coaching staff is. Everything. It's only week one, but it's uh it's interesting because maybe Doug Peterson was a little more to blame from last year. I don't know. So that's my outlook on them. Uh from Michael Key, he's asking for a weekly parlay request for the NFL. JB, you got anything? Uh, I'm not prepared to answer that. By the end, I'll, I'll start doing some. I'll run the algorithm algorithm right now. 
come back to that one, Michael. I did a I did a sixteen team one last year uh, last week, and I think I lost four of the games, so that wasn't good. But I have one. I'll save it for I'll save it for the end too. Um, let's see. All right. Also from Michael Key. What is the best food you ever had? Where and when? Hmm. Wow. I, I, I need to think about this for a minute. If anyone else wants to go first. I have no idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a I, tough... I, I think it's got to be like something a little higher end, you know? So yeah. I, I'm thinking I've had Wagyu from huh. Barclay Prime. Wagyu ribeye. And at the time, that was like by far the best thing I've ever tasted. Uh, me and my friends, we do a weekly steak dinner. And this was 2019, I think. So that was phenomenal <laughs> you do weekly steaks sorry yearly steak dinner <laughs> I'm, I'm tired it's been a long day um i think it's got it's gotta be something like that last year we were at uh the steakhouse in new york city called coat it's like a korean steakhouse and they did like a sampler that's gotta be up there too but like it was such a tiny slice that you know it's hard to really soak it in all of it so it's got to be something with wagyu beef for me i want to go to japan one day and and try to a5 wagyu over there but that that's my best thing i've ever had what do you got jb dominoes yeah cheesy bread i had last weekend (laughs) (laughs) now now this is so sometimes i get asked like what's like what would your last meal be would your last meal necessarily be the best thing you ever had no, nah, no, I know my last meal is you guys could probably guess my last meal. Some sort of Peking duck food. Yeah, Peking, yeah, ro- roast pork, wonton noodle soup with uh, Peking duck rolls. I would be gun to my head, no hesitation. That's my last meal on earth. That's a good one. But the but the but the most memorable extravagant meal I've ever had is probably I've had it a couple times, but my my annual Vegas trip. Uh, shout out to Zach and Tony and and, uh, and the rest of the squad. Um, I don't think they listen to the pod, but um, <laughs> we go to we go to Vegas every year for March Madness pre-COVID, and uh, we would go to Nobu one of the nights and just absolutely. I mean, the one year there were four of us, and I think the it was me, Zach, Tony, and Jared Pomponio, and I think the bill was like sixteen hundred dollars for four of us. And we just got, we got everything. We got the Wagyu tacos. They were like, it was like $10 a taco. We got like a, a tray of like 20 of them. And it, the, they, they had like, they brought out this plate and on the plate were these giant stones and they were on fire. There was like a blue flame and the waiter took the raw slices of Wagyu and just dropped it on the, on the fire stones and let it sear on the stones on each side for like 10 seconds. And they just put it on your plate I mean, <laughs> it was, that's, that's probably the best. I mean, the most, when you factor in dining experience and, and all that stuff, that's probably Nobu in Vegas with, with Zach, Tony and, and company is, uh, is uh, one for the ages for sure. But gun to my head, last meal, you can catch me at ninth and race. No hesitation. <laughs> JB, last meal or best thing you ever had? What do you think? I get like a jumbo box of now and laters and just postpone my life (laughs) that's uh hmm that's a weird food that's a weird last meal i'd be living for like six extra weeks to finish that box 
<laughs> All right, let's keep it food related. From Matt Maressa, best wings in Philly. Ooh. Hmm. I don't know if I have an answer for this. I, 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 do. I, might, ha- I might have a disappointing answer. Dave, go ahead. I have maybe a, an unfavorable answer, but uh, Chew Noodle Bar. They have the uh, black garlic wings. They are big, crispy, juicy, and that black garlic, I don't know what that means, but it is just uh, – it hits it hits hard. So the black garlic wings at uh, Chew Noodle Bar are the best wings I've had in Philadelphia. JB, got one? I got pretty limited wing experience. Like, I've gotten City Taps wings plenty of times, and they're they're pretty fire. They're different. <laughs> I'm so used to just eating them drenched in sauce, but these are like dry rub or something. Um, and I'm no wing expert, but they're good. I just don't have enough of a sample size to say, like, something is the best in that category. I think there's not that many places that stand out to me. I think the best wings I've I've had in the area is uh I think it's called the Jug Handle Inn or something like that. Your Cinnamon, mm-hmm. maybe I for, I forget what town in Jersey, but right those are awesome. Those are awesome. Uh, Philly, my favorite while I've lived in Philly was when I was in University City and college, and it was a place called Mad Max. And awesome place. They had like these huge ass margaritas for five dollars on like Wednesdays or something. And I thought they had the best Buffalo wings, but then they unfortunately closed down like three years into my college career because I think they had a rat infestation. So maybe that's what their secret was. I don't know. Um, I'm going to go the salt and pepper chicken wings from David's Melewa. Oh, I those were an awesome drunk food in college. Uh, started getting tired of it a little bit, but I've had it. I had it like last month for the first time in years, and it was like phenomenal. <clears throat> Wow. Shout out, Jul- shout out, my friend Julian Cam. I guess he like he like knows the people there. So like, if you had to have the wings, you had to go with him because they made it like extra fresh for him, and they were phenomenal when I had it with him. They put like these like pickled jalapenos or something in it, and it's it's awesome. So I'm gonna go Meliwa. Wow. Next question from Amanda. You favorite pizza in Philly? Ooh. JB, you go first. Yeah, I, I he was running these rankings. I like we're gonna exclude Domino's for a second. <laughs> um I I can't take I gotta go Angelo's number one. The Shack and Maxon Dave and I had on this past Friday was pretty fire. Uh-huh. But for some Ooh. reason that pizzata that I had like sticks in my mind. I only have one slice and it was so good. But I think right now I'd probably go. Angelo's, Pizzata, Shack and Max in Wood Street. Wow. I like it. Yeah. Dave, what do you think? I'm going to go. I've never had Pizzata, so just take that out. I'm going to go Angelo's, Shack and Max and, and Wood Street. Ah, and Badia's pretty good, too. Let's make it a Badia's top four. Good. I'm going Badia's good. Minus, minus Pizzata plus Badia for me. I think I have to go Angelo's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, been going to them since they were in Haddonfield, so I love I love Angelo's. Uh, the upside down John or whatever it's called might be the best pizza I ever had, and but it'll put you asleep for five hours after you eat it. You know, <laughs> uh, two I would have to say Pizzata. There's a 
they put there's this one like with some cured meats and some hot honey on. I highly rem- if you haven't tried hot honey on a pizza, I highly recommend it. It's like it's like surprisingly delicious. Hmm. Uh, three, I probably go. But is it Bedia? Bedia? Mm-hmm. Bedia. They were pretty good. Wood shout out Wood Street. I I like Wood Street a lot because there's like it's just like comfortable. It's like your classic comfort pizza, you know? Yeah. Comes shout out, out you, can, you can order it in a box and they deliver it in a box. Yeah. Sometimes they, it's um, a little chalk picture to you, which is which is lovely. I should yeah. uh I should put in a comment next time, like something in the Sixers group there. Because they followed us on Instagram. Shout out Wood Street Pizza. Huge shout out Wood Street Pizza. Huge First sponsor out. of the pod, potentially. <laughs> if hey, say the word, we'll never mention any other pizza on the pod again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my I, top, my I, top four: Wood Street, Wood Street, Wood Street, Wood Street, baby. Can I give them a shout out for their cheesesteaks though? Because their cheesesteaks are very, very good. Like I I, they had, might be top five good. Haven't had need. We'll try it one day. Wood Street, awesome. shout out for your cheesesteaks, and they have like all these special pizzas. And uh, shout out Pizza Stella, uh, Pizza Stella, and Head House. Oh yeah, we good, went there. Good new and June went there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good yeah. Point. June would say number one is Posada. June. So that a little bit of a controversy. Come back, <laughs> but, June. Uh, come back. June. Come back. Everyone misses you. June, the fans miss you. you back, man. Fan favorite. You hold the pod together, bro. Uh from Justin Ryan. Which member of the pod will be the best NBA basketball coach? Not me. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would not be able to motivate anyone. Dave could put together a nice speed out of his head. I could lead. I could lead some men if I had to. You'd be a player's coach. That's what Daryl's looking for. Yeah, I'd rather be a GM. I think I. I, I think we'd all be the GM. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of fake trades. Would, yeah, you would quit after one game. After <laughs> <laughs> loss, I need a break. You'd pull a Doug Collins in the press conference. <laughs> oh, I would, I would have so much anxiety. I'd be sweating. I'd be so fucking sweating. <laughs> that would be so bad. Oh, uh, what about June? Played basketball at the, the JV level for Eastern High School. Hmm. So how about how about X's and O's from June? Did he really? He did. He I, he or the freshman team maybe. He made the freshman oh, team. Nice. Shout out June. Big shout uh, out. Come back June. We need you, man. Come back. <laughs> also from Justin Ryan. Who is Shake Milton's best friend on the team? Mm. You know, I thought about this. I don't know if he has one. I don't know if he has one because Shake is kind of like he's always pissed off, but not in a good way. Not in like the good. I always say I want someone that plays pissed off, but like Shake plays like he's like frustrated. You know what I mean? He seems like a he seems like a crybaby in a in a bad sport. I don't know. You guys, do you guys agree with my assessment of Shake? I feel like he's a like he doesn't want to be anyone's friend. Like he's just kind of like, I don't know. I believe well, that. I feel like he doesn't open up to anybody. He doesn't let Joel anyone. Joel wanted to slap the shit out of him in the bubble. Yeah, exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. If Joel wants to slap the shit out of you, you did something wrong. You know. What do you think, JB? Yeah, he seems like he gets in his own head. Um, but his best friend on the team is probably Furcon because everyone's best friends with Furcon. Mm-hmm. From Boya do again, Brooklyn or LA in the finals? Lakers, I assume. Brooklyn, easily. I like don't believe in the. I don't even know what their over under is, but I would take the under. Like they are just so old. 
Yeah, they're going to struggle for the eighth seed. <laughs> play Antony. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's yeah, I think yeah, it's play Antony. Yeah, I think it's easily Brooklyn. Uh, I agree with Joe a little bit. Like, I don't know if I believe their fits weird. Like Russell Westbrook with that team. Like, I probably would have rather had Buddy Heald. Uh, the only argument I can see is that Westbrook always plays at 150%. So maybe they're hoping he does that in the regular season. It's good enough to get them through some games and LeBron and Anthony Davis could load manage. I don't know, but, uh, I definitely would, if healthy, it's, it's easily Brooklyn for me. Um, let's see who else we got from, from the Slim Reaper double. What do you think of Arsenal's chances this year? Big soccer guys here. Yeah, I couldn't name a player. <laughs> I couldn't name a player even associated with Arsenal or a rival. For a million dollars, me either. Not Premier League, not Premier League guy. Mm-hmm. Now he, he tells me they're the Sixers of the Premier League. So how about I'll say this? They'll probably burn out at the end of the season and choke like the Sixers do. That's 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 all I think I can say. Yeah, you don't want to be the Sixers of any league. Um, let's see. Here is so I have some. I don't remember who asked me this, but these are from some mailbags of some previous times I asked. What is the craziest take you have about anything that you genuinely believe? Like. In life or in anything, season? anything. Uh, Whoa, because I'm not good at getting two for deep. I'll stick to Sixers. And <sighs> my take is that we truly went downhill when we got rid of TJ. Like that was yeah. the point. Our team <laughs> fell apart at the teams. Everyone hated each other. Everyone hated the coach. And then we started losing. I can't disagree with you there. I mean, he was the glue guy, it seems. Glue, backup point guard, he was fucking filthy. <laughs> you see those videos on Twitter of, like, someone posted him playing against him in 2K, and he steals everything? He's like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. That's that's perfect. That's perfect. Dave, any Man. take? Any hot yeah. take? Conspiracy I mean, theories? I could, I, could go, I could go deep and weird on this one. Who asked this question? I don't remember. This is from – I had this written down from, like, a mailbag I asked, like, a while back. I don't know who asked this. Wow. Let me hear the question one more time. What is the craziest take you have about anything that you genuinely believe? Like you're not <sighs> like you're not like tug in cheek, like you're completely <laughs> serious about. <laughs> this could Honestly, be, this could be about Yeah, this is this is the, I'm I'm on thin I I'm telling the line. I, I respect JB for sticking to six years. <laughs> yeah, I mean not so much. I'll go on on a limb. Sometimes Life is a little too weird. And uh, I just, I really sometimes wonder if this isn't some kind of like simulation, like wholeheartedly. I mean, the last year and a half has been so fucking weird that like it just factor in all the weird things that have happened to the Sixers, all the weirdness of this whole pandemic, which is literally the plot of a weird sci-fi movie. Um, Kobe Bryant dying in a helicopter crash. I could go on forever. Too many too many weird things happen sometimes to the point where it's like, all right, what's really going on here? <laughs> this is like when you sometimes you have a dream at night and it's like, whoa, that was the, I had the craziest dream. It felt so real. It's like, I don't know, maybe it's some kind of simulation. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Maybe this is some kind of crazy dream. Maybe. 
Maybe. Not saying for sure. Saying I might maybe. believe you. I'm <laughs> saying maybe. <laughs> um, mine is uh, – so I, I, I genuinely believe that. I think, like, the skyscrapers and, like, bridges and all mm. those crazy things, like pyramids, mm. all from aliens. I love it. I look at those structures and I'm like, just knowing people, I'm not trusting people to build all these things. And they're not like, how are they not collapsing? Yeah. Like, just from human error, you know, like these are, uh, these are just, these are, they're either mutants from the X-Men or aliens or superheroes. I don't know, but I do not genuinely believe that like that skyscraper they're making that new apartment building on broad street. I do not believe there's a single human soul in charge of that. I think it's all like a mirage. They put up like a, I don't know, uh, what do you call the projection? And we just see it. They keep it going for like a year or two to make you believe it. And I don't think people actually. Wow. I aliens. love it. I all love aliens. it. I love it. <laughs> I went I went through a, a deep alien phase for for a few years back in the back in my early 20s, late, late teens, early 20s. And uh, I love it. I, I, I condone, I condone your theory, Nuj. 100%. I'm with you. We can talk more offline if you want. There, there, say, there's no way we're alone in the universe. That's a huge ass universe. There's no way. It's, cre- we're alone. it's creepier. It's creepier if we are alone. It's creepier if we are alone. Point. It's creepier if we are alone. I could see like there's some intelligent life form that like knows we're there, but like mm-hmm. purposely isn't reaching out to us. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't try to communicate with ants, right? If there's, if there's life out <laughs> there that's that's intelligent enough to find us, why would they even mess with us? We're we're nothing. We're bugs, you know. If you're smart enough, if you're intelligent enough to, I don't know. We're we're going off. We're way, going way off the tracks into the woods here. But Get, I'm with you. Getting a little crazy here. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, we'll bring it back. We'll 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 ground it then. We'll bring it back to uh to the Sixers a little bit. Uh, I don't know who this is. This is from your chat, Dave. But uh, it's uh, I, I want to get back to because it's recent and we should talk about it. John, read Wall. the name, read the name. Who asked the question? <laughs> you can say it. Uh, all right. It's uh, Titty Chat <laughs> renowned Tito Grigio. Uh, big shout he, out. Big shout out. A.K.A. First name Dane. This is the heart and soul and song of the podcast. <laughs> Hey, Dan, how are you? Uh, so good. <laughs> All right. Love His it. question is uh, with, you know, the news of John Wall and the Rockets agreeing that he's probably best somewhere else. He's going to train with the team and whatever, but he will not play a game with the Houston Rockets. Considering an inevitable Simmons holdout, would Daryl entertain a John Wall trade? Obviously not for Simmons, but do. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I totally misread. I thought he was saying, would you trade John Wall for Ben, or ben Simmons for John Wall? Yeah. But sorry, let me get back to the original question. Would you would Daryl consider a John Wall trade not for Simmons, but with like picks or something else to get John Wall to add him to Simmons in the Sixers? Hmm. I would trade Ben Simmons for John Wall and some of those Brooklyn picks. <laughs> Maybe a Houston pick. I can't do it. I'm gonna get I'm gonna change the question to John Wall for Ben because that's like the real discussion. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't I can't go from James Harden. For Ben and whatever to John Wall, I can't. I think I think John might be a little toast, a little washed up. I, I can't stomach it. JB, keeping keeping wait, keep in mind, forty-seven million dollar expiring contract next year. Two years left on the deal, but 
That's a, that's a $47 million expiring on the horizon. And you get a couple juicy picks back with it. Maybe a, a future Brooklyn and, and a juicy Houston pick top five protected. Whoa. That's, that's a little juicier in a trade package than Ben right now. True or false. And maybe John wall is better than Ben right now <laughs> as a point, as a point guard in the NBA. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if we, just had, maybe. John, if we had John wall versus the Hawks, how many games are we winning? Uh, the series is over in five games. <laughs> oh man, I, 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 you might be right. You could be right. You could be absolutely right. I don't know. I just I oh, can't s- pivot. Side note: I have another take that I wholeheartedly believe. Yes. Aside, aside from the simulation theory, this is real theory. Tyrese Maxey is ready now. I have seen everything I needed to see, and that is a sixty-second clip that the Sixers tweeted out today. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the keys. It's his time. He's ready. He is a superstar. I mean, he, I, I truly believe he should be the starting point guard now over Ben Simmons. Over Ben Simmons. I really, dare not you, even ben. kidding. I ben stand behind I that 100%. <laughs> yeah, He's we, gonna, we were saying that before this went super south. Yeah. Give Max the keys. <laughs> he could score by himself. He yeah. does not stand in the corner as our point guard. Uh-uh. Yeah, he's ready now. And I'm really uh, excited for Maxi. Yeah. I think they should hold on to him and, and not only hold on to him, but give him the keys. Trade. I'm like, what's up with the, can we get Sacramento back on the phone for Buddy Heald and some picks? Maxi, <laughs> yeah. Maxi, Buddy, Tease, Toby, Joe. All their picks. All of Sacramento's picks? Are you kidding me? Yeah, let's fucking do that. Yeah, they got to do that. One of their young guys was not off the table. I don't want Bagley, but didn't they say like who's Halliburton? Their... Yeah, they said Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox off the table. All right, give us that Mitchell guy. I don't care if he's like Maxi. Fuck that. Give me. I'll just take Buddy in the picks. <laughs> yeah. I'm just dead serious. Buddy in the picks. Buddy in the picks. Buddy fits such a big need that we've always had just a sniping catch and shoot guy from three. Maxi at the one. Oh, Maxie's got the dry in the driver's seat his sophomore year. Yes. Yes. Maxie, Buddy, Thibel, Toby, Joe. I want it. I want it. I need it. I want it. I need it. Stand behind it. More than simulation theory. Well, we'll see how the spend situation plays out. You think he's going to hold out? I don't know. Maybe he plays know. our hand and, and we have to move him. I don't know. This is a game of chicken. It's going down to the wire. I mean, would, would you say two weeks till training camp and <laughs> we're still going back and that forth with this between Daryl and soon. Yeah, That's really fucking soon. I'm not ready. Too for soon it. for comfort. Yeah, this is uh, – <laughs> it's almost D-Day here. I mean, we'll see can what we, happens. Can we do another pot about nothing? And then, like, it's, it's, it's very pleasant to talk about other things than this yeah. bad situation. Yeah, it's fun. I like this. Uh, all right, real quick. Uh, that's, that's all the questions I got for you guys. Do you have anyone give you guys any questions? Uh, no, we got them all. I think I, I sent over all the ones from our, from the, uh, Janet Jackson titty memorial chat. Uh, <laughs> well, before we go, that's it. I came up with a little parlay. It's all money line. Cause I, I can't deal with like the stats or anything. I like, I just want to see if the teams win or not. JB, tell me what you think. I have the Steelers over the Raiders Browns over Houston Rams over the Colts. Carson Wentz stinks. Uh, Broncos over Jaguars. 
the Bucks over the Falcons, Chiefs over Ravens, Packers over Lions. That is $20. You'll get a payout of 137 Wow. I'll go. I I couldn't keep up with that, but I share some <laughs> of the same. Um, my build of four with the spread would be Rams currently minus three and a half versus the Colts. I'd probably Ooh. buy to make it minus three. Or honestly, I take the minus 30. I'll I'll bet against Wentz every game this year. <laughs> Browns, I'll I'll take those. I'll give Houston 12 and a half points. I'll take the Browns yeah. to blow them out. Give me the Bengals plus three against the Bears. I will bet against the Bears until they bench Andy Dolan. And the Cardinals minus three against the Vikings. I like buy a couple half points here and there, but if I didn't, it would be $20 to win 245 Not bad. I might match you on that. You went. I like that. I was way more in depth than I was. <laughs> I probably won't take it. I've been. I've been hitting. I'm two for two on primetime football first time scores or first score of the games. Uh, I got Tyson Williams on the Monday night game, and then I forget whatever the first game was. But they're like little ten to win hundred dollar bets. Oh, it's, I could do it. Oh, all beautiful. Day. Anyone for uh, tomorrow's game? Giants and Redskins. Yeah, I'll take that there won't be a touchdown scored. <laughs> I'd rather play online blackjack than have to watch that game. But I would oh, it's gonna be a god awful game. Horrible game. <laughs> I can't who are you picking for who are you picking for Survivor? Aren't I out? I took the fucking Jaguars week one. You get one strike. You get two strikes. Oh, You're still in it. Yeah. I'm going with the Broncos over the Jags. That's what I'm gonna go with. Guys, that's all I got for you. Thanks for hopping on. It was nice not to talk about Ben Simmons for a little bit. Just some friendly reminders. Follow us on Instagram at Sixers Group Therapy. Follow us on Twitter at Sixers Therapy. And as always, the mailbag will always be open. Sixers Group Therapy at gmail.com. That's all I got to plug. Anyone else? Wood Street. Wood Street Pizza. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out Wood Street. You follow (laughs) us on Instagram. That's that's half the battle. (laughs) We will redo the pizza question. Yeah, which I'll, I'll edit it. I'll edit this podcast. No one will ever know. Yeah, don't be like the don't be like the bagel guy. Don't let us down. Which street? <laughs> never never guy. answers again. Has a, has a pretty good following on Instagram now. It's like three thousand followers. And they He's go a bagel guy. Yeah. Wow. They I thought bots. about doing that. They go to they go to they go to New York every Saturday morning for the fresh ones. Sounds nice. Yeah. That's the deal. Don't shout them out though. They're not a sponsor. Yeah. No. Which <laughs> street, guys? Which street? Hit me up on the DMs. Six group therapy, Instagram. All right, fellas. We will All talk right. to you soon. We got a busy. I'm gonna be gone to Hawaii soon. So we might not have a pod for a while. You're going to Hawaii? Yes. Bring your mic, dude. When? <laughs> uh 12, 11 days. Eleven days. What? Are you gonna be gone for the start of training camp? I will be gone. So we wow. might I might have to do it the pod from my phone. I don't know. Amanda won't be happy with me, but yeah, oh yeah, Ben's it's gonna get traded while there you're there. Might in be line. an emergency. Oh, that yeah. would be so fitting. That would definitely yeah, happen. That's exactly. That's the that's the ticking time bomb. Is you away on vacation with your wife for Ben to get traded? <laughs> Me and Dave would have no idea how to do an emergency one either. Uh, no <laughs> idea. Yeah, you guys do it without me. Just have June. I'll have I'll have Slim Reaper step in. Uh, <laughs> it's all like, Arsenal. I need to know who Slim Reaper even is. <laughs> <laughs>
He's the he's I don't know if you ever see my Instagram stories. He's the tall Indian kid who just shouts at shouts things on my Instagram story. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um all right, let me jump. Peace out. That's all I got. All See right, you guys. good stuff, fellas. See you in the new chat.